Yeah. All right. For more on the banking crisis and how it's factoring into the Fed's decision this week, let's bring in Jim Bianco, Bianco Research. Jim, great to have you with us. Um, so we've got the banking crisis going on. Uh, we've also got this new X date, which has been moved up significantly to the beginning of June. How do you think this, this factors into the Fed's decision, if, if at all? Um, I don't think it does. Uh, I think that the Fed is focused on inflation and they're going to raise rates and they're going to leave the door open to raising rates again in June. Now, I happen to think that's a mistake at this point, but it doesn't matter what I think. That's the way that they've been viewing it. I'll remind everybody that on February 14th, there was a meeting. This came out with the report on Friday uh, to the Board of Governors of the Fed. Jay Powell was there. They were told that the banks were getting unrealized losses and that they were in trouble. And they pointed out a specific bank that was in trouble, Silicon Valley Bank. Three weeks later, he went to Congress and said, we're going to raise rates aggressively. 24 hours later, they failed. So he's not going to have anything with the banks change his opinion. It's all about inflation. He sees inflation as a problem. He's going to raise rates this week and leave the door open for more rate hikes. You don't think that the X date gives the Fed a little bit of, I mean, to the extent that uh, monetary policy should help fiscal policy and vice versa, I mean, that's sort of gone hand in hand for many years, that that sort of gives them cover at this point, along with the banking crisis to say, you know what, we're going to have it, there's going to be a dovish hike, so to speak. So a raise, but then we'll see. Right. Well, the, well, I don't think that the X date is going to really matter. Yes, it is a big surprise that it is early June. A lot of people thought it would be around late July or something like that. So that is a surprise. Jay Powell has made it very clear, and I've agreed with him, that the Fed's position about the debt ceiling is to do nothing, is to do nothing. This is a 100 percent political act, and this for it needs to be solved by Congress without any mitigation by anybody else in terms of trying to fix this. This is Congress's issue. This is not the Fed's issue. This is not anybody else's issue. So. I don't think that that's going to change. And he's also talked about fiscal dominance in the past. That's fancy talk for we're not going to let the possibility of a default or big deficits change what we think is the right monetary policy. Jim, when you look at the two scenarios, either the Fed continues to raise rates and continues to break something or they don't, inflation continues higher. Those two scenarios, won't inflation high prices, won't high prices save themselves from other future high prices? Take me down just really quickly. If he does nothing, what's, what's the difference? Well, I think the way that he looks at it is that 57% of the public, and this is a recent survey by Bankrate, lives paycheck to paycheck. They couldn't come up with $1,000 in savings. So he looks at a 5 or 6% inflation rate and says, these people lose. I have to do something about inflation. If a bunch of rich people in stocks have to suffer because I'm raising rates too much, then a bunch of rich people in stocks have to suffer because I'm raising too much. He's not going to say to the 57% that live paycheck to paycheck, sorry, you're just going to have to deal with having prices rise faster than your paycheck because I can't let the stock market go to 3,500 or whatever bearish scenario you want. He doesn't look at it that way. That's why he's focused on inflation. And that's the dilemma. If he focuses a lot on inflation, then financial markets could struggle. If he appeases financial markets, he lets inflation go. And he's viewing it from that 57 percent versus stockholders. That's he's made that clear in a lot of his uh, press conferences and a lot of his speeches. Last quick question, Jim. Let's say we hit the debt ceiling or we're about to hit the debt ceiling. What happens to bonds? 
What usually happens around June 1st is all the Treasury bills that mature on that date, people will avoid them and there'll be a big hump in the yield curve because if you don't get paid on those bonds, your money market fund has to value it at zero, even if it's for one or two days and it could break the buck. So no one wants to be in a position to break the buck. So you're going to see wild gyrations in the Treasury bill market. And it's probably more of a headache for money market mutual fund managers than anything else. I don't think it creates a bid for the 10-year or creates a sell-off in the 10-year or anything like that. All right. Jim, thank you. Jim Bianco, thank Bianco you. Research.